Happy bonus episode. And guess what, you guys? It is our motherfucking third year anniversary. I can't believe that we have been doing this for fucking three years. This is absolutely crazy. A, uh, we love you. B, C, we're having a roll-up event, meaning we're inviting you guys to come have a smoke session with us tonight, Monday, March 8th at 6.30. It's free to all of our tribe at Patreon. If you are a patron, then you are getting that Zoom link. But if you want to join the tribe, go ahead. You know, it's about this time. It's about time to just join Patreon, support the movement, and come roll up with good moms and hang out with me and Mila because, you know, I think we need a little catch up. You know, we've been doing Money March and uh, focusing on finance, but, you know, there's still shit going on over here. There's still shit we need to work out. There's some things we need to work through. So we love to connect with you guys and um, a bitch needs some advice. So come roll up with us. I'll leave the details right here in the episode description. We'll see you tonight. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday, bitch. No, bitch. It's Monday. Oh, shit. It's Monday, bitch. <laughs> and this is a very, very special episode, a bonus special drop, because today, ladies and gentlemen, is International Women's Day, and also the day we launched our motherfucking podcast. Happy three-year anniversary, baby. Hi, wifey. Hi, I love you. I love you. Happy anniversary. Wow, look at us, three years later, doing the motherfucking thing. I'm... Can you believe we're still here? (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, I can, but also, oh my God. Um, Can I be rich already? But you know what? We are recording at La Create Space, which is an upgrade from my house. This is true. We're almost there. Thank you so much to La Create Space in Inglewood, who is supporting today's episode. It is beautiful in here. It is black owned. It is a co-working space and a production space for all of your production needs. Um, Make sure you hit them up if you're a creative, if you have a podcast, if you need things created and shot. And edit it. Um, check out our Patreon to see at this beautiful space that we're at. There's a lot of black art behind us. There's very classy microphones. Um, you know me and Erica don't leave the valley often, so you know it had to be a motherfucking special occasion <laughs> for us to get our asses about the valley and come to Inglewood and get our record on. So I'm really happy to be here. Me too. Um, well, happy anniversary, boo. Thanks. I can't believe that we've been doing this every fucking Wednesday for three years. I know. And thank you guys for tuning in. Like, I know some of you guys listening have been listening from the very beginning, like 2018 beginning. And if you are just joining us and you've listened through all 155 of our episodes, I think that's where we're at right about now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank literally, you for sticking for through all of our growth, all of our fuck ups, all of our wins, all of our cries, all, all of, of our, our craziness, all of our breakups, our confusion, <laughs> just all of it. Us wanting to get boyfriends, also saying fuck niggas, <laughs> being good moms, making questionable decisions. Thank you. Thank you so much for bearing with us and like not only bearing with us, but like 
supporting us and loving us in it. I still can't believe the amount of the very little amount of hate mail that we get. I know. There's got to be a website somewhere we haven't checked. I mean, I don't really check ever, but there's got to be a site where people are hating, right? I mean, I'm sure are we just Are we just like... We're just not rich and famous Blessed enough. and highly favored. We're just not famous enough. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited and I'm, I am so grateful. Wait, you know what? It's so funny. Side note to this morning, me and Jamila, I was texting Jamila because um, we had a former guest on that heard some tweets came out recently and they were not good. Um, if you listen to the podcast, you know who I'm talking about. Maybe, maybe not. Just Google it. I don't know. Um, but I was like, Mila... I don't have Twitter, so I know I didn't say no crazy shit, but what the fuck did you do? Did so, you have, what, have you been on Twitter? What are you tweeting? What have you tweeted in 2012, bitch? And she was like, I didn't, I don't know. Like, I didn't really tweet anything. I'm like, let me go look. <laughs> First of all, I don't even know how to work Twitter anymore. So when I went to go look, I was like, wow, I guess I did know how to use Twitter at one time. <laughs> this is a lot of fucking tweets, bitch. How did you tweet a lot and now suddenly you don't even know how to log on? Anyway, if anyone wants to find me on Twitter, it's... PB and Jam Jam. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's PB oh, wow. and Jam Jam. Anyway, I start scrolling through my millions of tweets because clearly I was a tweeter. <laughs> and I'm like, I love the gays. I'm like, oh, no, that's good. I was like, that's very on brand. That's very on brand. Then I'm like, I just keep looking. She's like, I, like, what did you say something about be, like, being naked or something? Probably. Then you talked about white women and anal. I was like, white women love anal. <laughs> I was like, little, little did you know, you'd be driving past the airport for anal. <laughs> and matter of fact, we're kind of close to the airport right now. You're going to get some anal you after know, this? You know, I thought about it. I was like, I'm, I'm halfway up the 405. Do you have your crotchless <laughs> panties with you, boo? I don't. <laughs> um... <laughs> your hair's done though. You're looking really cute. You know, I did my hair just in case I had to drive past the airport mm. to get some anal. Did you whack that asshole? No. no. You know what? He likes hairiness. Oh. He likes hair everywhere. Like if I shave, he gets irritated. Huh. And I don't see him that often, so I'm like, I'm not gonna be hairy all fucking month long for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> did I wax my asshole? Wow. <laughs> this is what I always. You're mind. an esthetician, you know. I know you got the waxes. I, I don't want to wax my own asshole though. Okay. I could though. It's less. I tried to wax my own bikini, and that Oof. was not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what other tweets did you find? Oh, I found all these tweets about black people, but at least it was around our own people, and it was all true. Like, <laughs> black people always want to know if you have flavored iced tea <laughs> or lemonade, and oh, also black people always want extra dressing before you even taste the salad. This is also when I was a waitress, so this is all related to black people ordering shit they don't need. <laughs> Black people always want Moscato. <laughs> so that's all true. So I don't really care if anyone digs that up when I get famous next year. <laughs> Come at me with that shit. She already said it. You, hear, I, you heard it here first, bitch. I said what I said. <laughs> Niggas love sauce. Extra ranch. Now. <laughs> I'm niggas. <laughs> um, oh, so because... Okay, today is our anniversary... Um, it's also national, it's International Women's Day. That's the day we launched three long years ago. I, first of all, Erica's like my twin flame. So this week she's been really going hard on like hinge. She's, she had like three dates within like 12 hours. So I was like, fuck, let me go on. Like, Cause she's, she's my best friend. I gotta do it too. So I started going really hard on hinge and Tinder. <laughs> Then this guy's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I am about to order sushi. He's like, you want to just come over for dinner? I'm down. First of all, I'm Tinder. It's very scary. He's like, one mile away. I'm like, are you one mile away? He's like, how do you know? I'm like, it says it. <laughs> He's like, do you want to come over for dinner? And then my psycho ass is like, okay. I go over there. 
Okay, so first of all, I'm not dating anyone under 35 because they're 12. <laughs> and 35 might be questionable. He was like 31. I just felt like he was, he was so cute, but he was just so young. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then he would not shut the fuck up. Like, I don't, I don't know what he was talking about, but he also wouldn't shut the fuck up. And I'm just like, wow, are you going to ask me anything about myself? There were no questions. Oh it was like God. very I've, little I've, questions. I've been on dates like that. I was like, I'm like, so cool. Ask me anything. <laughs> Nothing. Do you think it's because we're so used to talking that we I, like? <laughs> and I had to. I checked myself. I'm like, bitch. Why don't you just get used to listening and shutting the fuck up? And then I was like, he's not talking about shit. That's why. <laughs> um. Anyway, eventually, like four hours into the date, he was like, asked me a question or something. Anyway, I don't know. I probably like begged to get an edge a word in, and I was like, I have a podcast. And he's like, oh, but like, are you consistent? <laughs> I almost slapped the shit out of this. Thing. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> little do you know okay <laughs> three years of this shit <laughs> consistent as fuck i wanted to kill him i should have got up three and- weeks off in three years <laughs> yeah i was like actually we're top 10 percent in the world craig is his uh, name no oh. i was just like saying craig at the end of world oh yeah makes sense. <laughs> like friday i'm black that um yeah, but I, this is the most consistent thing I've ever done in my life. So I'm very proud. And I'm, I'm just proud that you're my friend. And me and Erica were having a conversation earlier, uh, earlier these last three years, <laughs> we were recently, and we were talking about how we feel strongly that um, this is a time where it's a revolution for women. Absolutely. Um, not only have we met and like linked up with so many amazing women and became like best friends through the podcast, but just in general, like I've never felt so empowered and in a space with other women that are like pushing me, that we've partnered, that I can tap in and call, that support us. Like literally, I, I just wish we could take the whole episode to just talk about all the women that I love that I met through the podcast, but there's too many. <laughs> But literally, we have, like, very, 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 very close friends because of the podcast. You know, like, Jessica Rose, Carmen, Ashley, Bruna, um, fucking Shanisha. Like, there's Melanie, Melanie Samaya. Samaya, Nisha. Like, well, Nisha's already been our friend. But just so much love and support that, like, I feel like it's so powerful to um, link up. Even Erica, I love you. Yeah, like, yeah. You. We be- Yeah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Most importantly, um, because I, I wasn't a very consistent bitch by myself. And I just think through partnership, Blair, Post 21, like we've really seen our, um, we've seen ourselves blossom and obviously as in, we've seen our business blossom and our brand. And I just feel like it's, it's, this is the time for women. And if you have some women and you're like, or one of those women that like, doesn't like to fuck with other women, this is not the time for that. Yeah, you gotta move past that. You gotta push. What the fuck was that? My cellular. Oh, sorry. You got to move past that. You got to push past that because there are there are so many amazing women out there. You got to whatever is whatever block you have or whatever preconceived notion or whatever trauma you have behind women, work on that shit because when we come together, it is it's unstoppable. And I know for me, thinking back on where I was at the beginning of this podcast till now, I am so I I feel like a fucking butterfly. Like I was in a, like a little cocoon and I'm like like I'm free me too me too and like no one can penetrate this shit I don't give a fuck you can say whatever the fuck you think about me and my womanhood and I don't give a fuck I don't care (laughs) when men women other I don't give a fuck literally I told some friends recently I literally told some friends like 
I'm not in the space to care about like how you feel about me. I really like me right now. I really love me. And I, I, they were like, you don't care. I was like, I don't. And I was serious as fuck. Like, I just don't, I, I'm, I don't really care about the input if it's negative about me because I'm the fucking shit. And um, I haven't really ever felt that way until now. Like, just. No, I'm like, I'm the. Radically part- self, <laughs> radical self-love. I have questioned my worth, my, just my worth, who I am, what I'm doing, what I believe so consistently in my life. And to be in a place now where it feels like I have this unwavering understanding of who I am and where I'm going, like that nothing, no one, not even like someone that I love deeply can change that. Honestly, if you are in, if you even think that you're going to come into my space and try and change it, you are the fuck out. (laughs) If you even step to me and are like, I think that you should be more like, "Mm, I think you got to go. I don't care. I really don't care. Like, I love myself, and, I, and we've worked so hard to get here, Erica. Like, you've heard us do it 155 times <laughs> in the last three years. It is work, and it's not to say that there's, you know. No, not more work to do. And it's not to say that I'm not open to constructive criticism. Like, I'm, I'm totally open to, you know, like, evaluate. That's all I ever do, do is evaluate a, myself. Self-evaluate. Yeah, I'm, I'm open to that. But there's certain things that I'm that are I'm not going to compromise on because it took me a long time to feel this way. And I feel good and I feel empowered and I'm attracting the things that I'm attracting because of that. And ain't nobody, ain't no bitch, ain't no nigga, ain't nothing ain't now getting nobody. in the way of my alignment. No. It's not. It won't, it won't and it can't. Um, <clears throat> and just... I just want to like talk about this affirmation that I want us to all today think about. Um, and this is something that's been a little bit personal to me. And maybe you can hear it in my voice because I'm a little irritated. <laughs> She's ready. She's ready to chat. Um, <clears throat> my affirmation this week, this month, this year, 365 days forever is my past does not define me. My past does not define me, honey. It doesn't. I don't care what the fuck you thought or think or whatever. It doesn't. It does not define me because I'm living in the present moment and everything that I did in the past brought me here to this moment. And if you like me now, then you like everything. If you like me now, you like every bad motherfucking choice I made. Every good, every bad, everything, everything that led me to this place is who I am. And to love me right now is to love all of that. And if you are abrasive or question or have any fucking comments about that, kick rocks. Because guess what? Um, If you're listening, and you too, this applies to you. None none of that shit that happened, not even yesterday, changes who you are. And and, I mean, it it makes you who you are, but it does not define who you are. And tomorrow's a new day. You could do do and be whoever the fuck you want to. Every day is a new day to do that. Um, I think as women, that gets fucked up often. I think as women, we get, um, what is it? We get pigeonholed. We get pigeonholed to like our past and and decisions we've made and... um, we're here to tell you that shit doesn't matter and don't let anyone make you feel shamed or guilty or bad about whatever the fuck got you to where you are right now. 
<clears throat> sorry. <laughs> um, I think, you know, for me, I, I recently experienced this with someone that I really, really care about and I love deeply, truly, and I've known for a really long time and I felt I was really surprised by his uh, analysis of my past and his decision to, mm, I guess, in some ways, decide if he's going to disassociate himself with me. Was disassociated the word used? Not disassociated. Because I hate that okay, fucking not, word. Okay, that's not the right word because <clears throat> that's if he listens to this, I don't want him to... That's not true. Okay, maybe not disassociate. <laughs> Has it ever mattered if someone listens? I know. <laughs> but, like, just that it wasn't for him. My past wasn't for him. Um, but everything else was for him. So I just... I just I know that had we had this conversation three years ago, I would have been like very, um, I would have questioned myself. I would have questioned, oh my God, like does my sexual history really, am I a hoe? Or like, am I weak? Or do I fuck people when I'm bored? And is that bad? And like, did, is having sex for fun a bad thing? Am I reckless? And am I not selective? And the answer is sometimes yes to all of that, and sometimes, sometimes no. And some, I think like the reason why I am selective is because I've made bad choices. Is because I've I've admitted to him and to all of you listening about the choices that I've made and how they've brought me to this moment. And so I don't know, like. I've been like really stewing on it for about a week and a half, this conversation that we had. And, you know, I did cry at first because, and not out of like, because I felt guilty, but I just couldn't believe that like this person that I loved felt this way about me and I had no idea, you know? And then, and I also cried because I was like, can this person be in my life anymore? Like I felt like I was losing someone because I was like, I don't want anyone around me that feels that way about me. That and I don't know why you would want to be around me if you feel that way about me. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and like you know, I send him love, and I want. To, I'm, I'm. I've continued to you know throughout this process of having these conversations to try to empower him to like change his way of thinking because I do think that men in general they have these. No matter how woke you think you are, or how um, <clears throat> progressive or for for feminism you think you are, there are these underlying like male toxic traits that you've been fed that you don't even realize exist until you're encountered with a woman who is empowered by her choices, good or bad. And I think that's that's what's happened. And like, I don't know, I just, if you're, if you're listening right now and a man has shamed you for, you know, your sexual history, for whatever it is, maybe you cheated on your ex-boyfriend, you cheated on your boyfriend, maybe you cheated on him, just know that it does not define who you are. I know that my choices and my vulnerability that I share with you guys every week and with my friends and with my lovers, like, if it makes me who I am. And I don't apologize for one part of who I am. And I'm just so grateful to have you, to have so many women around me that are like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Fuck that. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, we're not doing that. <clears throat> and it made me feel good because... There are friends that might be like, well, girl. Oh, mm, oh, are they? Well, and I don't have, thank God, I ain't got those, I ain't got those bitches in my life. 
None of that. I mean, maybe I do. Maybe you're talking shit behind my back. If you are, fuck you. But I know that my crew, my my tribe is so thorough that, and and I'm so thorough in, in my decisions and my selectiveness that that shit doesn't really phase me. It doesn't phase me. And I'm just, um, I'm just so grateful for where I'm at because I know, like I said, like had this conversation maybe been had like three years ago, I really would have questioned my self-worth. I really would have questioned whether he was right and like really felt bad about myself. But I don't feel bad at all. I feel like that bitch. So. You are that bitch. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> he's, it's his loss, honestly. Um, I have I mean, as a woman, we all have been in this place, <laughs> but um, specifically with like someone I really, really, really cared about and like my daughter's dad. And it was just constantly like constant, constant, constant. I feel like for a, a large portion of my life, I mean, A, I was probably making bad decisions and like having loathing over it. And then B, obviously I had other people um, trying to make me question myself and making me feel shame and guilt. But I think the biggest misconception for women is that you got to evaluate shit for yourself. You know, if you got to go home and be like, I was bored. I shouldn't have did that. And it's not really to feel guilty about. It's not really to like harbor on. It's about, it's like not harbor, harp on, but to move <coughs> forward and to like, just make better choices. Um, <laughs> Erica and I took the kids to Denver last this week. Mm -hmm. And, um, we're thirsty, so at some point we saw an attractive man in the lobby <laughs> at a fucking snow resort of some sort, and we're like, made our married friend go like give a, give him our number, like we're thirteen. <laughs> and then um, after we put the kids to bed, him and his brother came by, totally uneventful. Um, we like drank, you know, we smoked, whatever. Anyway, we started talking. No, we started playing our favorite game uh, for the culture. For the culture. <laughs> and <laughs> one of the people that came up on the game was Carrie Hilson. Mm. And he goes, so wait, so just so you know, for the, for the culture is like heads up. So you have to like, you, something comes across the screen and everybody else has to guess, it has to give you hints to guess the person or word on the screen. So the word on the screen was Carrie Hilson. So this nigga goes, She's disgusting. disgusting. She puts things in her mouth on the internet. And I'm like, what? I had no, I was like, what? Because I knew, I saw, wait, actually, I was behind you. So I was like, who is he talking about? Like, I was thinking like, every, anyone but Carrie Hilson. I, I, anyone but her. I had no idea. So after the round, obviously we got that wrong. I was like, what is so disgusting about Carrie Hilson? He's like, oh, you don't know? <laughs> She's all over Twitter putting things in her mouth. So I didn't, I was like, she has a sex video? I need to check this out. She's like, yeah, she's deep throating. I was like, she's a lollipop. I was like, who's the sex video with? I'm like, I'm gonna go I was like, deep throating. I was like, oh. Well, no, so then he goes, then he, I thought it was a sex video. Then he confirms it's lollipops Wait, and when popsicles. When he said the deep throating, I was like, well, bitch, nigga, you don't want to go on our Patreon and watch our deep throating video with Samaya and the cucumber. <laughs> I, I literally, when he said that, I was like, I was just, that was when I stopped talking to everyone. I literally was on my phone looking down the whole time. Jamila was doing her preachy thing where she's trying to like change people's minds. And I was like, I'm out. I <laughs> cracked up so hard. And then I've continued to fuck with them. And I was like, well, what if you're in the house full of witches on a full moon? <laughs> <laughs> They're for sure Christians. <laughs> they got out. They never seemed what to. My, he said, yeah, he was like, my, my aunt is Yolanda Adams. I was like, ooh, he's, he does not know where he's at right Long now. Long story short, about 17 minutes later, they left <laughs> rapidly, which was great. But it was also hilarious. 
but it just confirms i don't know how we got on this point it just confirms the men, shaming of women the shaming of women and, and not only from men but amongst each other you know it's really interesting to see how much we do that to each other and because of that like there's no fucking support like i said i had we probably hear this story once a year and on also i encourage you guys to go look at the video that he's talking about it's it's it's, it's literally dumb. the most innocent, innocent swallow shit of a, of I've a popsicle. Seen. I was like, what? Um, yeah, shout out to Carrie Hilson. I love you for that. Now we're not. Now I know for sure we're not the only bitches on the internet with deep throating something. <laughs> um, but even in even in my own friend circle, like p- the friends I've known the longest, I literally recently had another conversation, like an argument. And there was a guy in the car, a guy that I brought in the car, and they thought it would be a good idea to start talking about my nudity around all their boyfriends. And I was like, first of all, I was fucking mortified because I'm like, why are you talking about this right now when my, this nigga's in the car? Second of all, bitch, I've been friends with you two bitches for 100 years. You know my shit comes off when I have fun. <laughs> <laughs> why are we still talking about it? And I was just getting so angry, and you know, I, I did like I did get angry because they're like, "This boyfriend, that boyfriend, you got undressed in front of this person." I'm like, "Bitch, that was three years ago, and I know you, so I'm not constantly taking my titties out in front of your nigga because I know you're weird." Anyway, that was one of the people that I I had the conversation, and like I was like, "I don't feel bad about anything that I've done. I'm not going to apologize, and honestly, I I'm not changing anything." And they're like, "Oh, that's your solution?" I was like, "You could." I was like, "If you feel that way, oh, the words." <clears throat> disrespectful and selfish were used. And I said, looked my friend straight in the eye and I still feel this way. And I said, I love you. I do. I don't have to be around you though. And I really encourage you not to be around me if you feel like I'm disrespectful or selfish. I have been the same bitch for many years at my core. Like the tweets tell it all. (laughs) So if you have an issue with my nudity or how I express myself, Please, I really encourage you to take space. And I felt completely comfortable and completely sound telling her this. And I, I, I hold to it because, like you said, no nigga, not someone I'm smashing, not someone who's my friend, no girl, no chicks, nobody is going to make me, I've done it too long in my life, as I'm sure a lot of other women have, question myself, question my behavior. One thing about me is I'm a loyal-ass friend, period. There's no, like, I'm not, like, a weird-ass bitch one thing about me is your nigga's cute and I think so, you're going to know because I'm going to tell you. I'm like, if you need help, just let me know. <laughs> but, like, it just, it just really, um, it really <clears throat> made me realize how much, if I wasn't in this space and how in the past when these conversations have come up, because they have come up, how much it made me question myself and if I am too much and if I, like, if I shouldn't tell niggas everything in the beginning or whatever the fucking case is. And no space especially in friendship or in any relationship, should you have to question who the fuck you are? You know, you are who you are. And I mean, obviously we all can be, get better and be better and make changes, but like there are certain things that I'm not, I'm not about to feel bad for if I just don't feel bad about them. Me getting naked when I'm having fun, I'm not going to feel bad about it. I don't care. Um, So I just. And don't, don't invite her to the party. Don't invite her to the party. Your invites are done. You're not <laughs> ever getting invited to a vacation or any invite I'm just party. saying, don't invite you. I know. Everybody knows yeah, that. Yeah, if you don't want Mila to take her to her, show her titties, don't invite her. But that's not true. I don't do it at every party. It has to be like a, a like it has to be a warm climate. Yeah, you do it like 70%. <laughs> 70%. But you know, I don't give a fuck. But I'm just saying, 
they know. They already know. They know more than I know. Like they know what they're they know what they're getting, you know? And it's like you're not if they're your friends, they're not gonna try and change you. And they need to check their niggas. Check their niggas. If they have their niggas got issues, check your niggas. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I don't I don't I don't give a fuck if you took your t- your shit your titties out in front of my friend because Guess what? My nigga loves my titties. I'm good over here. If he wants to look at your titties, go look at her titties. Aren't they great? But look at mine because you're coming home with these tonight. Okay? It's true. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I'm going to take my titties out every fucking event, at the wedding, at the fucking, you know, it's, I, I, I have, that's the thing. I am pretty, I can gauge, I can read a room. I'm a room reading bitch. I'm in fucking cancer. I'm an empath. I can feel everybody's energy immediately. So it's not like I'm uh, oblivious. So it's just, I just don't want to be put in spaces or boxes where I have to question who I am or think twice about my behavior or what I'm doing because I'm a big girl and I do whatever the fuck I want. And if it makes you uncomfortable, kick rocks. If you don't like who I am, kick rocks. And to the nigga who told, had some reservations about your sexual history and whether or not you're selective enough, I like him too, but kick fucking rocks. Because I love you, and I would like—I don't want anyone to ever make you feel that you know you're anything less than who the fuck you are, which is the shit—a fucking queen, okay? Based on some niggas you fuck. Because guess what? Everybody has some niggas or bitches on their list that could have probably not been on the list. <laughs> Everybody. But oh well. <laughs> That's oh well. life. That's how you get better. That's how you get more selective. You do some fucks that you could have done without. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. <sighs> Happy International Women's Day, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that, I don't know, this day is just a reminder of, for me of like, I think about how, how insecure I once was. And even like ordering, a, ordering dinner, I remember looking at menus and like I couldn't fucking decide. <laughs> Like, like, I know it sounds silly, but, like, I would look at menus and, like, any menu that was more than three pages, I would completely feel overwhelmed. <laughs> oh, my God, it's me. Like, completely overwhelmed. And now, like, even ordering, I've noticed that I'm, I'm a better orderer now. <laughs> I know how to order better. I know how to select my niggas better. I know how to not give a fuck about what anybody says about me better. Um, I just feel overall just I'm walking in my power and a huge part of that is because of you guys listening, honestly. Like, a huge part of that is because of you guys listening. Um, because of the messages that you you send us every day, empowering our decisions and our choices and, like, saying, you know what, I did that shit too. And, like, this is how I overcame it. Like, here, try this. Because, like, you know, me and Mila don't have all the answers. And a lot of the times, you guys have the answers, like, you guys, you, there's parents that have kids that are 18 years old that are listening, 20, in college. You guys, you guys are way farther into your womanhood, your lives, your parenting. And I'm just, like, a student, honestly. I'm a student to, you know, the, the, our supporters. I'm a student to, you know, myself listening. I was telling my friend the other day, I was like, I've learned so much just by talking out loud. Oh my God. I have learned so much about life just by saying things. I've come to just epiphanies about myself, about how I view things and why I do things and why I've done things in the past by just like talking about it on the on this mic. And I think I think a lot of my insecurities came from internalizing everything and not saying so many things and just like just 
overthinking everything. Um, so I don't know. I'm just so grateful for this platform. I'm so grateful for Jamila. I'm so grateful for our team. Shout out to May over here. Hi, May. Shout out to, to, to Rainey. Shout out to just everyone who's like pushed us along the way. Nisha, Brandon, like all the people that have supported us. Romo, like man, all Ashley. Nearland. Like, just go on. Our, right. Like Nearland, like. Just all the people that have just been there for us and rode with us and just, I love you guys. I love you. Um, <clears throat> one more thing I was thinking. Because um, because our community is so supportive, and it, it's, it's strange to say this, but, like, we had some really amazing wins uh, in the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And it just confirmed for us that we're doing the right thing even when so many times we've been told by people we knew and people who are close to us, what you're doing is too much. And um, to have a platform that talks about everything is too much. Like you could keep some things to yourself. You don't have to say everything. And believe it or not, we don't say everything. But um, I beg, I like, really wanted Erica to watch um, the free Britney documentary. Mm. Oh, and yeah. we also did that in, Den in Denver. In Denver, <laughs> so important. Um, and I really want to do like an entire episode dedicated to Free Britney. Like, I don't know if it's going to be on Patreon. I don't know if it's going to be on here, but it's necessary. Yeah, it is. But okay. while watching it, it really made me realize, like, first of all, Free Britney. <laughs> Second of all, they ridiculed her so fucking harshly as a young woman um, about her breast, about her body, about her sexuality, about who she was dating. Um, when she became a mother, how she was parenting. They fucking harassed this woman. This nice lovely Caucasian woman. <laughs> I mean, the thing was, at first, I didn't really care to watch. I was like, eh. And then when I watched, I was moved, and I was pissed. And, um, like, if this can happen to this nice Caucasian woman, like, we need to come together. This Absolutely. is This is actually some real shit, because she's a slave. She's literally enslaved and being worked like a circus monkey. If you haven't watched it, you should really check it out. It's on um, Hulu. Uh... It's on, wait, it was, was it the New FX? York Times? I don't know. It's, a, it's the New York Times Presents. Yeah, New York Times Presents. Um, but it really made me realize while watching it, first of all, I remember when all this shit was going on as a, like, teenager, you know, like, when she wrote, she, she shaved her head off. I remember when she, like, um, said she was a virgin, and then Justin Timberlake then said, oh, I smashed publicly, and everything was swept under the carpet. And when she shaved her head, she was crazy. Even till this day, we see her runny makeup on the internet, and we're like, oh, she's lost it. But the truth of the matter is, we come from a society of fucking vulturous people who are just evil and mean, and they didn't let this woman evolve and live her life. <clears throat> and I just feel like it reminds me, watching this, and um, it like this short period of time, like... I can look back like it was yesterday and I was fucking watching her go through all this stuff. Like mm -hmm. I vividly remember all these things happening. We're from, we're in the Valley. So we're in Hollywood. We knew, mm -hmm. we knew all the shit, but it just, it's astonishing to me that I, sometimes I forget when people say what, what, we, what we're doing is trailblazing. Cause I'm like, we're just, we're just telling the truth. But there was a time where women couldn't talk like this. I couldn't talk about driving past the airport for anal. <laughs> casual anal with some guy that it's probably never going to be my boyfriend you know but um and there was a time where you know an older man could ask a young woman what? about her breasts on television do you know the kind of curse out this nigga would have gotten from any of us yeah like there's just it's just when i watched that i it 
first of all, I felt bad because I've talked shit about Britney. As a, obviously, even before I was a parent, watching her like go through all of her shit, not understanding postpartum depression, and also, I have no idea what it's like to have no privacy, to where everywhere you go, you feel like you're in danger. And then on top of that, having a child and wanting to just get the fuck out and needing to escape. Like, I, I can't even imagine, and I honestly, like, I'm sorry, Britney. I'm sorry. I really am, like, truly, because I judged I judged her, and I really didn't understand um, what she was going through in it, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't have had to. I shouldn't have had, I shouldn't have had to watch this documentary to gain perspective on why, what has happened, you know? But, but I did, and I, I, and what Jamila said, like, I encourage you guys to watch it if you are a parent, if you are a woman, if you're a man. You really should watch go it. Go watch that shit, because it's, it's crazy to see how her life progressed, because she was so elo eloquent. She was so intelligent. She was leading her career. She was very kind among, amidst the, the hate she was getting and the, like, the fucking attacks that she was getting publicly by fucking Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer asked her on fucking live, said to her on live TV, so-and-so from Massachusetts said she would shoot you. Well, like, you like shoot you in this, the face. Is that fucking journalism, bitch? Yeah, I'm pretty much like 18 years old. Yeah, it's just like, just as women, like we have to do better. And as men too. Like this is a, if you're a man and you're listening, because I know you guys listen, some of you this is like literally deeply like a call for your attention to like check your homies when they say stupid shit check yourself when you think stupid shit like we are all human you know you fuck you fuck some bitches you know what i'm saying and like it's it's okay for you and and, and and no one no one's judging your character for it or by it or no one's thinking if should you be my husband because you fucked and smashed this bitch that's not up to par that that doesn't really apply to men you know so i just encourage you to just do better and even for us i'm just so happy to be in this space and to be empowered because i look at this this fucking documentary and I see how empowered she was not and how like it left her in a place of questioning herself and, and, and sadness and unhappiness. And I'm just proud to be in this space as a woman and as a mother and to feel empowered and supported enough to say, hey, yeah, you know, I do this, I do that, and I'm a good person, and I'm a good mom, and that mean, doesn't mean shit about the person that I am, the friend that I am, the daughter, the mother. So I just... Um, I encourage everyone to judge less and love more. Yeah, as as much as you go hard for Black Lives Matter and like checking your 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 white friends' privileges, check your your sexism. Women and men. Don't 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 just like push it to the side, laugh at it. No, check that shit. Because it's it's sick it's sickening. It's sickening. And it's toxic and, and it spreads. Yeah. And um, I don't know, women. We we run the fucking world. We run the world, and and it's it's we can't we can't hide it anymore. It's undeniable. It's so undeniable now. Like, sorry, we're the glue. Not sorry. Get with it because it's a fucking takeover. Like, this is not a patriarchy anymore. Go home. <laughs> Go home. It's done. It's over. The end. You're out. You fucked everything up. We're taking our power back. You can't tell us shit. You can't shame us. You can't confuse us into thinking that our actions are fucked up. We are sexual beings. Um, we are also mothers. We are also providers. We're nurturing. We're spicy. Um, I'm masculine. I'm feminine. I'll beat your fucking ass and I'll curse you out and I'll also breastfeed you. So <laughs> get with it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, on that note, 
Happy International Women's Day. Happy anniversary, bestie. Happy anniversary, I bestie love wife. I love you. And we love you. And we love you. And we hope you take this day to celebrate yourself. Take the year. Take every motherfucking day. Especially take this day to delete people out of your life and out of your phone that no longer serve you, that don't align with who you are right now today. Don't appreciate the journey here. They're done. <clears throat> Bye. Bye. Oh, also, before we go, I don't know if you guys noticed, but or not noticed. I don't know if you guys know. I know some of y'all missed our live show. If you missed our live show, don't fret. We have our replay available on our website. So, ladies, if you're feeling empowered... Go watch our live show because it's going to make you feel a little bit more empowered. Call your friends up. Go hang out at the crib. Get our replay and spend about an hour and a half with us hanging out, playing for the culture, many other games, and talking our shit and feeling empowered because that's what we do over here at Good Moms, Bad Choices. Join Patreon um, because we're going to eventually have a full episode on free docu- the Free Britney documentary. It's very important. No, I, no, we really should. We will. It's important. Um, but we love you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting us all this time. And we will see you on Wednesday and for Money March. 